Welcome to Clean Slate with Vicki and Joanna, the podcast that celebrates the power of new beginnings. Are you ready to hit the reset button and embrace change? We believe that everyone has a story to tell, and every day is a fresh start. I'm Vicki. And I'm Joanna. And together, we're your guides on this journey. Through candid conversations, expert insights, and a sprinkle of inspiration, we'll help you harness the courage to pursue your passions and overcome obstacles. So get ready to turn the page and begin anew, because with Clean Slate, every day is a chance to write your own story. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Clean Slate. We are so excited to announce that our favorite guest, Dr. Tim Cummins, he will be hosting a makeover and it's called Restore Vitality. So if you live in and around Loganville, Snellville, um, uh, Monroe, or who knows, you can live out of state, make the drive on Saturday, February 10th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. It's at a church called The Cross Loganville. And Infinity Wellness Center, which is Dr. Tim's, uh, the name of his chiropractic office, he's hosting a webinar. So we've been to his webinars, not webinar. Workshop, maybe? His workshop. Okay. In-person workshop at this church. And we've been before. We've, we've learned so much from him in the past. So he is hosting another one. And again, it's called Restore Vitality, Burn Fat. So what can we expect from this? You can discover the benefits of intermittent feeding and how that could activate metabolic fire. Oh, so that, I need to that. To burn the fat. That's right. right. So learn the secrets to habit formation for long-term success. And then unlock the secret of re- resetting your insulin levels for enhanced hormone function. So I'm really excited about that. Um, I don't really know how that would affect me. I know. You're like that test subject that... I'm the lab rat. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love that, though, because it's it's so interesting that you kind of break the mold of... Well, quite honestly, aren't we all a little different? Mm -hmm. And I think if we can just gain knowledge bit by bit by bit, and you end up seeing better than anybody what works for you and what doesn't. Right, because I can see it on my phone on re in real time Mm -hmm. which um not to digress from what we're talking about here but my atlanta functional medicine doctor dr lee she wants me on a continuous glucose monitor which i did for a month and i loved it but it's very expensive if you're not a diabetic it's expensive if you are a diabetic (laughs) i don't know why i even bothered you're right (laughs) but it's 150 dollars for the app and then it's 150 dollars a month to to run this thing but the app is pretty cool what they want you to do is for everything you consume take a picture of it and it connects it to your glucose monitor so you don't have to remember what did i eat that made my blood sugar spike they have a picture that mm-hmm. goes with it so i think it's it's just a nice little added feature and it also goes directly to my doctor. Yours does that too, right? Mm-hmm, it does. So, you know, it really keeps you accountable to what you eat. And it, one of the best things, and you know this, is as soon as you eat something that maybe you shouldn't, 
immediately start walking. Mm-hmm. Immediate. Yeah, immediately up to 30 minutes later. You can do it up to 30 minutes later. It just depends on the food and how fast it goes into your system. Oh, that's true. But, yes. So you can, some, some of the things you can do about even up to 30 minutes later. But if you can do that, then your muscles burn that sugar and then it doesn't have the spike. Right. And the spike is what causes that fat storage. Right. And inflammation. Yep. So you just want to stay away from the spike. Yep. And I tell you, and if you've got real time data, there's, um, there's no denying what it's doing to your body. They say if a 30 point spike from your, your resting, I guess, or mm-hmm. fasting, that that is what immediately causes, um, fat storage. So if you take someone like me who is overweight even though my glucose or my A1C is in check, I still have insulin resistance and I still have inflammation. My, My markers on my blood work indicate that. And that is because even though I have a fully functioning pancreas that can do that that, that can bring my insul- insulin levels down very quickly, naturally, without the need of, you know, shots or you know, injections, um, insulin pumps. I don't have any of those things. My body's still doing its job. I'm still getting those spikes. Yeah, because some of the... Um the insulin's not working as well, and that's the resistance. So it's almost like you have a lot of keys of insulin floating around, but they don't all open the cell doors. So uh, that's what happens. That's right. Like, does it, so your, some of the glucose just sits there. So even after that shake, I just had a protein shake, and I didn't bolus enough insulin. So I spiked up to 150. Mm. So that's 50 points higher than when I started. So, right. And I, any day that I have a spike or some time period where the, my blood sugar is higher, I can hop on the scale the next day and I'll be heavier. Yep. And then I have to work that back off again. Right. So it's like running against, uh, I don't know, the wind or something. I don't even know. <laughs> but when you were on that 21-day detox, you were showing me your your numbers. I mean, you're, you were flat. Yeah. So if I eat just fruits and vegetables, uh, it... it yeah. Yep. And we've and we have more than proven that we can do that and be extremely satisfied. Mm-hmm. We d- we I know it's just sad when people are passing around things that oh that looks really yummy, you know, birthdays, we both had birthdays and celebrations and we had to miss out on some of those things, but I really didn't feel like I was missing out because I don't I don't know if you've had anything sugary since the detox has has ended but my thought my body was in full reject mode i have a piece of sugar-free chocolate it was this and my stomach hurt so bad and it was cramping so bad i had to go to bed yeah it was that bad so that was my indicator that that was not not a good thing to be doing for me right so right so anyway getting back to what dr tim's going to be talking about he's going to talk about how Um, master how to identify hidden dangers in our food, water, household cleaners, and much more. So he has partnered up with Max Living, and there's going to be like a new 30-day challenge to kickstart your results. So looks like we might be doing another something-something with Dr. Tim. I don't know Mm -hmm. what it is yet, so he'll unveil that. But it it's all about making a change um, to burn fat, restore vitality, and the opportunity to ri- revitalize your metabolism and unleash your full potential. 
that is, I think, what you and I have been doing as women in our 50s. We're, we're trying to do all that we can to not just survive well into our 80s and 90s, but to thrive. I want to be that granny that is walking briskly in the park in the sunshine because she still can. Mm-hmm. And I want to be playing with my grandkids and my great grandkids and and not look like I need to be wheeled into a nursing home. Right. I would love to avoid that. Yes. And um, I, I just don't want to to live. I want to thrive. And that is kind of that word thrive. It's it, it's so much more than just living because we see a lot of people living that that look like or feel like they've got one foot in the grave and another on a banana peel right and And this is something that i think we talked about last night is not just to live but to live fully right and so we'll talk about that later yes yeah yeah next podcast is going to be great so i want to take a second to talk about the power of planting a seed and there was this um picture that i sent vicky that I've seen it before. It's been passed around for years. But um, imagine this. For those that are listening to this, imagine a, a big boulder. And the big boulder has a tree, like a full, big old tree growing through the center of the boulder. And the boulder is cracked open. And it's, this This is the what it says in, on this little picture. It says, We cannot force someone to hear a message they are not ready to receive, but we must never underestimate the power of planting a seed. And this takes me back. I may have shared this maybe the first year we started this podcast, but this story rings true to me every time I hear this. I was, um, I worked at Home Depot. I am... I'm either a high school senior or maybe I'm just the summer after I graduated. And the phone, the the phone for the store was at the opening, uh, at the front doors. So when customers are coming from the parking lot into the store, I'm the first person you see. And I'm at a desk. It's almost like a, like a host stand, but I'm enclosed. It's like a four-sided enclosure. I'm answering the phones and I'm answering anybody's questions as they walk into the store when they're looking for something. I had the same job at West Building Materials. Oh, very cool. I didn't know that. I did. That, that's so cool. And we end up learning so much about what everything is. Oh, yeah. That's, if you don't know anything, that's the place to go. That's and then you right. know everything. You know everything. I even still remember the six-digit SKU numbers. I, did, I know the <laughs> SKU numbers. Yep. Number, yes, paint. two by four by eight, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. Um, uh, 50 or 80 pound bag of concrete. I know it all. Um, but I had somebody and he came up to me. I didn't have a phone call at the time. And he goes, hey, you may not remember me, but you and I sat in Spanish class together. And when I tell you, he did not even look familiar to me. And I'm actually pretty good with faces. Maybe not so much names, but faces that like, oh, oh my gosh, yeah, you look familiar. He actually didn't even look familiar to me. But I said, are you sure? Are you sure it was me? And he goes, oh, I'm absolutely sure it was you. And I said, well, 
he, he said, I just wanted to thank you. And I said, for what? And he goes, we were sitting in Spanish class and I had said to another friend that I, I'm, I'm thinking about hiring somebody to do my research paper for me because I, I, I'm just not a good writer. I'm, and he said that you piped up and the words you said to me, I, I did what you said. And these were, this is what he said I said to him. And it totally sounds like something I would say. I turned to him and I said, what? You're going to have somebody else write your research paper? Research papers are like, of all papers, those are the best ones to write. And I go on to explain that you end up diving so deep into a topic, you become like this junior expert on this one little thing that you're writing about. And I, and I had said to him, you're missing out on the best part of education is when you're able to write about something you want to write about and actually dig deep into that topic. And you learn something that you'll never forget. And he goes, so I wrote my own research paper and you're right. I, I was interested. I became a junior expert and it was probably the best paper in the highest grade I've ever received on any paper in ever. And I, he goes, I just want to thank you for that. Hmm. And I planted the seed. And it's weird. It's almost like I became a teacher before I even left high school just by, and I say those same words today when I talk to students about writing papers, is it, it's, it's the most fun if you allow yourself and it it becomes the best way to because when you're learning something and you write about it not just read about it but when you write about it in your own words it really changes your perception about what it is that you just learned and you start to develop a critical eye a critical um, pathway of thinking about whatever it is you're writing about and so I just want to encourage you that whatever you might be passionate about, whether it's Jesus, whether it's writing research papers or healthy eating or moving your body, if there is something you pass, you're passionate about, I think it's your obligation to help other people by planting seeds, even if they don't want to hear about it. Like we opened this talk about, hey, come to this workshop with Dr. Tim. Did we even say what date it was? We'll go back to that. I think you did. Okay. We'll recap at the end. Yes. That maybe you're not in a place that you want to hear what, you know, what healthy living looks like. You have to be psychologically ready for that. You do. But this is the stage that, why don't you just research? Why don't you collect information? Why don't you open your eyes that the food that you're eating is what's making you sick? And the, your lack of movement is what is making you sick. Your aches and pains is caused by what you're eating and what you're not doing or possibly what you're doing. And it's like, quit just getting by day to day. And why don't you be excited about waking up in the morning? And when you feel good, like what we did over this 21-day detox, 
when you actually start to feel good. And I actually thought I felt pretty good before. I really felt good after that detox. And it's like, why do you not want that for yourself? Right. And I'm, I feel so much better that the thought of even eating anything that would make me feel sick. Well, Dr. Tim had, he did a little video on his um, Infinity Wellness Facebook group. And he had said, it might actually be a good thing to consume something that was part of your former diet. Like you had a piece of sugar-free chocolate. I guarantee you it was probably the artificial sweetener. It had sweetener. the sugar alcohols in it. I looked yep. and that's what did it. Yep. And for me, um, I'm just going to be very open. <laughs> I had a pancake with syrup. That thing was beautiful in my mouth and going down my esophagus. But by the time it hit my stomach, I felt like it swelled up like a brick. And I was cramping, just like you were describing. But mine was loaded with sugar. Um, yes, it tasted delicious. And yes, um, it, it. I imagine it is what maybe a drug addict feels when they're consuming whatever their drug of choice is. Mine happens to be sugar. It did. It tasted so good on my tongue and... But for the rest of the day, I was wrecked and cramping. That was what was wild. It was the cramping. It was really bad cramps. I mean, it felt, and I told Scott, I said, I think I'm having a baby. <laughs> the The cramping <laughs> felt like contractions. It really did. <laughs> what? And I don't have anything cute that comes out. <laughs> I didn't have a baby. I had... Um, it was just wretched. It was bad. And so guess what? I haven't consumed sugar since. So he's right. As long as you don't continue that pattern, it's like, go ahead, reintroduce something you ate and see what happens. So I'm excited about what Dr. Tim is doing for this restore vitality i know by the way dr tim does not pay us in any way shape or form to plug him this is truly something that when you find someone that reinforces the education that you and i have found on our own the same belief system yes i mean everything that we had been doing for the past couple of years podcast um the, the only thing that I would say, in my opinion, that is still out, the jury's still out on, is really, truly understanding menopause in, in terms, not that Dr. Tim doesn't know, I'm just hearing conflicting information. Are Every, you talking about with a hormone replacement? Yep, hormone replacement. Um, he's like, no, 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 my Atlanta Functional Medicine saying, it, I mean, your body naturally made this. And this is not synthetic. This is bioidentical. And so she's all in on that. So I'm still trying to decide what to do because I finally, after a year, have regulated my hormones and I have been able to drop weight and keep that off as long as I eat well. Um, I still feel like I'm 50 pounds overweight and I don't know how that's gonna necessarily change. But um, I think the hormones have done all that they can do. She loves my levels. But Dr. Tim's like, we need to get off those, 
you know, we need to get off those hormones. So do you think if you went back off of those hormones, you would gain that weight back? I can certainly try. No, that's not yeah. what I know. I don't, no. Well, I'm not on them yet. And I'm, I'm willing to try something if Dr. Tim has a recommendation for me. Because, I mean, you see what I eat. Oh, I know. And I don't eat a lot of what I eat. Um, the only time I think I probably eat too much is when I go to Kava. Right. But I seriously don't. I don't eat that much, and I don't eat poor. Right. Poor choices, I guess. But I still gain weight. Yours is 100% your diabetes. It's not something I believe you're doing. So if I can manage those sugar spikes. I think that's your key. Mm -hmm. I think it's your lifestyle of vegan and in move. You're always moving. Mm-hmm. But maybe... Um, I just think I'd probably need, I feel better now. And so maybe I just need to really up my movement, which is going to be hard for me. Right. Because I'm not in the best shape. I feel like the past three years I've just deteriorated, if that makes sense. I feel like I've just totally kind of, I don't know. I don't know. Just Here's, here's what I, aside from this podcast, I want, this is something, I'm, I'm just doing this on the air. We hadn't talked about this ever, but... Maybe we have in the past. We need to go do some hikes. Like we need to just make it a weekly habit. Well, we're going to go do our hike. And sometimes it's 30 minutes away. Maybe we actually go up into the mountains of of North Georgia. And we just do some nice, strenuous hikes. Yeah, I think I need something like that. Because so. I'm, I'm a hiker. I'm, I'll walk. It's fine. But I like to be in nature. I just feel so much more connected with God when in grounded and maybe we can find either some grounding shoes or just kick our shoes off and and walk in some places where we're we're more grounded and just get some more vitamin D in our system Mm -hmm. and so I can't wait for the the sun to come out and the temperature to warm up a little bit more I know it's actually warm here today in January I know which is I I don't know I just the cold no Yeah, I am not a cold. uh, This past few weeks where we have gone as low as, what, 7, 12 degrees. It's so cold. I'm just, uh, I'm not doing it. No, no. Yeah, I may have to move to South Florida. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Did you talk about Dr. Tim? Oh, yes. His information, did you already finish the date? Nope, I didn't. So Saturday, mark your calendar. Listen, Saturday, February 10th from 10 a.m. to 1. I think I did do that. Um, now that I'm seeing it again, and it's at the cross in Loganville and you can look that up, but, uh, you can go to their website. Let me actually give you, I think you have to call to get tickets. Yes. It's $10. So come on, $10 to me to give you that number. Oh, you have it. Yes. Yes. So you call the infinity wellness center at six, seven, eight, nine, six, three, zero, one, two, seven to get tickets. And they're $10 each. But it, it's, it's, it's going to be great. It's the best $10. And you're, you're actually, you're in the presence of someone who evidently spends, if he's not adjusting people, his clients. He's doing research. He's researching and, and working out himself. He's a big um, CrossFit. CrossFit person, which... One day, maybe one day. I don't know. I don't know. I shouldn't say that because now we're going to have to do it. My my personal trainer, she is not a big fan 
of CrossFit, um, she's seen way too many people get injured. It is a high intensity, um, big, big heavy weights a lot of times. And she's like, even your, your most fit people, um, eventually start wearing out their parts over time. But, you know, Dr. Tim looks like he's going strong and, and no issues, but maybe you've been doing it so long that it's, yeah. Yeah. So I'm more of a, I'd rather do strenuous hikes. Um, that's just more of my style. Um, the walking I sometimes get bored with, especially if it's flat. If I, if I don't feel like I've get that heart rate up a little bit, it, um, I don't know. I just get bored mm-hmm. and I'd like to challenge myself with more strenuous hikes and um i love swimming um that's that's always good it's just hard to to find time to go to a pool yeah see i like weight a little bit of weight training that's what i like to do me too i do like that and not heavy stuff but i probably need to up it but i just like that i feel better i feel stronger i I guess is the word i do too and as women as we start to age um we knew we need more weight bearing exercises and i think you're right i think that's a great great form of exercise for for anybody Mm -hmm. but especially as you start to age you need more weight bearing exercises to just keep to support when you hear people falling and breaking hips the way you can prevent that is to encase your body with strong muscles Mm -hmm. and and not um and not wasting that muscle one last word this ozempic craze this GLP or whatever it is, these injections that people are, are taking studies are now, now finding you're not just losing weight, you're losing muscle. And a lot of that muscle is going to be so much harder to get back on, especially if you're not changing your lifestyle, if you're not working out, if you're not creating. So Ozempic basically is almost like you're starving your body. Because that's what happens when you are not eating properly. Your body starts to feed off its own muscle. And so it's a terrible, terrible way to try to lose weight. Now, I know diabetics, severe diabetics, uh, are calling it a miracle drug. Because I think that's what it's intended for, is for diabetics. Because from what I understand, from one day to the next, as soon as you start it, you go from an average 300 glucose level down to 100. How is that possible? I don't know. It's something that they're doing. It, well, I know that you're, is this for type 2 diabetics? I'm assuming yes. it's not type yes. 1. Maybe because the people that are type 2 diabetics, most of their choices, most of that is due to lifestyle choices of what they eat. I think so. And maybe because if they're getting rid of the, the body fat through the drug, then when you get rid of the body fat, then that brings your insulin resistance down and then your insulin starts working better, which would cause you to have lower. That's my take on it. Yeah. Theory. But then you're also risking, what is that stomach paralysis? Oh yes. That was the, a lot of gut problems Mm -hmm. that, uh, that's the biggest thing. People are vomiting in. Well, you have a lot of people taking this drug now. So you probably have a, I mean, I'm sure when it was being used as a, a drug for diabetes I mean you probably had that happen right but not as often but now you have this huge group of people wanting this drug for weight loss so you're probably going to see a spike in in the side effects as well right yeah more and more people because 
It's crazy what people will do for vanity. Yeah. And what I'm, it's so funny, even though I've lost, okay, 11 pounds, but if you look at my overall weight, I'm still very much overweight, but it's weird. It's like, uh, I'm feeling kind of comfortable. I was going to say the, if you could, I'm not going to share my before and after picture with anyone, but the amount of, um, even though I only lost maybe seven pounds, maybe seven, probably six something. If you look at my before and after picture of my waistline, it is huge. Yeah. And I don't, I mean, that's definitely where it came from. Inflammation. It was all inflammation. So that, I just feel better. My, you know, my clothes are not sitting like up below my belly. They're right. just on my belly, if right. that makes sense. But I, I totally get that. Yeah, so yeah. that's a good feeling. Of course, I would like it to be above my belly and on my waistline, but <laughs> we're working on that. But before we end, I do want to say one thing, because you were talking about planting the seed. So this is, um, I've always wanted to write a couple of books, one of them being my story, and the other one being just a book about general um, things I didn't know as a diabetic. And I had start, I have started that one. Um, I don't remember. It had to probably be October, November, and then I haven't touched it since. I don't know what happened. I kind of get on a roll of doing something, and then I fall off the wagon, and it, it just seems so daunting to get back on there and, and do it again, even though it doesn't – it takes time, but it's not as bad as – it's just like when you're grading papers. You, it's hanging over your head, but once you do it, you're like, why did I wait so long? Exactly. It's the same kind of thing. Well, anyway, when you said we're planting a seed and to do something that you feel passionate about, so now you've kind of planted that seed that this is what I need to do. Well, the weird thing is, is yesterday, well, a couple of nights ago, I couldn't sleep. And I started thinking about this book about my story and how would I start this off? And this is what I'm thinking as I'm laying in bed. So I kind of was rehearsing that in my brain and came up with this great thing. And then the next morning I woke up and I'm like, oh, how did that start? So... I got up the next day and I had gone through my Amazon cart because I knew I had put a voice recorder in there because I think I would be better at voicing it and then typing it from my voice because mm-hmm. if I start typing, then I'll lose track of what I was saying. Oh, Does that very, make sense? very good point. So I found it in my cart and I moved it up to the cart and I thought, I'm not going to do that. I'm just not ready. Well, last night or yesterday afternoon late, I bought the voice recorder and I got it last night. So it's so funny that you said that, even though I was resisting. And so now maybe there we go. That was what I was supposed to do. Yeah, that's that it. weird. And a lot of authors do that. They, they do the recording because they get an idea, especially at night. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, or even in the middle of the night, just do a quick right. record. Or if I'm driving down the car, I want to talk to myself and, and yeah. because I can speak it and talk about it. But if I sit down and just start typing it from nothing... I may lose track of what my point of where I was trying to go to because exactly. I'm not the speedy typer. Yeah. But yeah, anyway. I love that. And, and this is what we had hoped that Clean Slate, this podcast would be, is just a place to inspire you to, you know, hopefully maybe we've even planted a seed in any of you out there that are listening. Or maybe you're the one that's planting that seed for somebody else. But I think we owe it to the people around us, whether you know them or not, to just um, speak, speak whatever um, you feel led to talk about and to use that as a source of inspiration 
for other people that need that nudge because we all need that. And, you know, iron sharpens iron. So we hope you got something out of this podcast today. If you are able, come see us at that workshop, Dr. Tim's workshop. And we'd love to talk to you guys. And it'll be up on certainly my Facebook page to um, advertise it out there. So look for me, Joanna Dean, on Facebook. Or you can certainly go to Clean Slate with Vicki and Joanna also on Facebook. All right, everybody. Catch you next time. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Clean Slate with Vicki and Joanna. We hope you found the motivation to start fresh. Don't forget to hit subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Your feedback helps us bring you more stories of resilience and reinvention. Remember, life is an ever-unfolding story, and you hold a pen. Embrace the power to create your own clean slate filled with hope, purpose, and the endless possibilities. Until next time, keep writing your story and always be ready for new beginnings.